Hey guys, um, I can't think of a song to sing you because I wanted to sing you something from Rufus to Soul, but I'm not a singer. So just check out Rufus to Soul, they're fire. <laughs> That's the Hype Geek Podcast. How about this song? <laughs> Happy birthday. What? <laughs> Yo, it's, it's Rust's birthday week. Happy fucking birthday. Hey, man. thank you, man. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that you would remember. Dude, thank I went you. to like, we had like a pre-weekend party. We uh, went true. to a warehouse party to pre-celebrate his birthday week which is this week and we'll be doing stuff this weekend as well so thank you man that made me really happy yeah of course dude this is a this is an entire birthday week type thing right Mm -hmm. rustin celebrates birthday weeks (laughs) do you do birthday months or just weeks uh weeks right now yeah hopefully when i'm like 26 i can pull off a month all right i don't know you're saying it like it's a massive task or something (laughs) yeah that's funny but yeah, this is the Hype Geek Podcast where we talk about uh, esports, gaming, and how those intertwine with the outside world and all these different cultural elements that make it up, right? So fashion, music, sports, all that jazz. As well as us as entrepreneurs and just people in general living our lives, just trying to make it work, trying to make something happen. So always happy to have you guys along with this journey and just hopefully find some value through this podcast, whether it's entertainment, knowledge, facts, knowledge. Or just us as people. Yep, that too. <laughs> All right, what's our topic today? Um, we're going to be talking about this new movie that's esports themed that we actually might like. Yeah. I don't know yet. It's yeah. not out. I haven't seen yeah, a trailer. 2020, 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to also talk about a new lawsuit that's being put on Fortnite, which is it's actually hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to talk about who actually has the most viewership on Twitch? You will be surprised. Ooh, yeah. And then the last thing is going to be about Echo Fox. Uh, new lawsuits, new shit is going on over there. We're going to dive into the shit and separate the shit. Yeah, we kind of follow along with that. Just a little bit of drama. So just going to give you guys some of that news. But as always, let's start with the weekend. And I already teased that we did some birthday stuff. But what exactly did we do? Yes. Yeah, so Friday night, this artist named Dusky. They're very dope electronic music artists. Uh, They rarely perform in the U.S. I really love them, and I usually show them. Every time I show them to people, regardless of if they like electronic music or not, they really like Dusky. So that's a good sign that it's a good artist. They were doing a warehouse party in downtown L.A. Friday night. Just to give you an idea of how absurd warehouse warehouse parties parties are. so sick, dude. (laughs) I, I love the experience. Yeah. It's so LA slash New York slash only cities could pull stuff off like this. So cool. Yeah. Explain it. And I'm surprised that you like them because normally Cad doesn't like that vibe. Yeah. Just for music in general. Yeah, yeah. But he loves them. Yeah. What's crazy is the event started at 11 a.m. 11, 11 p.m. Yeah. And it goes till 5 a.m. <laughs> Jesus Christ. With no idea of if Dusky's the last person to go on or like the third person. We were all hoping he'd be like the second or third. Yeah, yeah um but yeah we all get there it's like me cat a bunch of my family members and then maddie and all her friends and we're all there and it was epic like we were in uh you walk into this basically on the street cat couldn't find the place because they have to hide so like you walk by and there's a security guard he lets you through this parking lot you go through a parking lot they you start to kind of hear the music they give you your tickets whatever you go into this warehouse where the first section of it was the bar and then like there was like a lounge and bathroom area and then you walk past that turn left and you go into an even larger warehouse space and it's just like dumping electronic music lights it was it was really sick dude it was so cool because 
I got there a little later than Rustin, and I and it was so funny. And the Uber just dropped us off, and I told Kim and my friend Guhan, who were with me at the time, that and they've never been to warehouse probably. I've only been to one before, and the experience was very hidden. So I was like, dude, trust me, this is gonna be dope. Super LA. We're we're not gonna know where we are. <laughs> we get off the Uber, and the Uber driver's just like, all right, you're here. We're literally in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and I was just like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, it's here. And I was like, what? So I was like, okay, this is kind of part of it. I'm pretty sure this was like, I I saw some more people last time, but there's straight up no one on the streets. So I call Rustin. He just always tells me he goes follow the music yeah <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea what that means but i started listening and i started to hear like some bass and i turned the corner and there's a crack in the fence with just a security mm-hmm. guard and that's when i realized okay this is where we are this is where we are and we go in it's exactly what he mentioned just cool light show it's kind of hot in there drinks were pretty expensive but overall just they were really expensive yeah, it's, it's like normally 20, not like that 20 dollars yeah, drink really dude. expensive yeah, it's insane yeah but the entire environment, everything was so cool. You're going to be mad at me because I actually didn't stay long enough. No, I, Oh, for Dusky? For Dusky. You left yeah. before Dusky? Dude, it was 2.30 a.m. I texted you saying, yeah. Dusky's about to come on. Make sure you come to the front. Yeah, I was you like, never responded. And so I, was I just in, assumed that I you was were at like, home already. I was at home already, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. What I will tell you is that he didn't really play. They didn't really play any of their music. Mm. It was like a DJ set of like techno. And so I personally would have preferred if they had played their catalog because their catalog is amazing but mm. still it was dope yeah they're like uk yeah artists right yeah yeah, okay. yeah cool so then that happened friday and then saturday uh was rufus to soul which okay let me explain something i told my whole friend group like i don't know two three or four weeks ago hey this concert's happening i feel like a lot of people are going let's buy tickets right now they're 80 bucks on StubHub. they went for 60 dollars retail Fast forward to this week, they're like a hundred bucks. Day of, 150, Jeez. 200, 250, four, like it was just going up. But my cousin Ash got me a ticket. We, a bunch of us that had been at Dusky, all got tickets Saturday and went to Rufus Soul Saturday night. And it was so fucking cool, dude. Damn. It was an experience like yeah. to remember. What venue was it at though? It was at where we did the 88 Rising Festival. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was at the LA State mm-hmm. Historic Park. And it was like Coachella Part Two. Damn, everyone was there. Like all the people that we ran into at Coachella were there. It really? Was, yeah. Oh. There were apparently, according to uh, D. Murphy from their group chat pod- podcast, there were twenty thousand people that showed up. Imagine that twenty thousand people coming out for a band what in the L.A. Fuck? It was just outdoors. There was no special seating or anything, and the ticket price was sixty bucks, face value, one point two mil. Just pulled in from that, not Damn. including concessions, partnerships, whatever. Epic, and it was just beautiful music. Like they play like melodic, electronic, vibey. Mm. They're like Did our generation's Coachella. No, Did, why not? Um, they were there, right? Yeah, they were there. I don't remember. There was a conflicting show. I think it was Gasolfstein or Rufus okay. Soul. I think we chose the right one. Yeah, we did. Gasol, that's fine. And they're coming back, and he's coming back in November. And he just released an album, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tape? Yeah, did you check it out? Yeah, I did. It's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good workout music. A lot darker. Yeah, way darker. <laughs> um, but Rufus' Soul is like our generation's Coldplay, like pretty uh, vibey. And so like there were people our age, but then there were like working professionals that were there. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty that's dope. Really cool. And the city skyline and like being in down, it was crazy. Damn, um, I think I, I should actually, I should have gone, but I went to Horror Nights instead. No, nah, that's fun too. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. Rufus was expensive. 
yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't. Horror I wasn't Nights gonna pretty go. Expensive. Horror I mean, Nights was eighty bucks too. Wow, okay. literally the same exact price. No, because I didn't buy my ticket. Ash oh, got it for me. It was like yeah. one twenty or one fifty. Oh shit. Yeah, it was pretty okay. expensive. But yeah, went to that, uh, and then had dinner, and then went to uh, sleep. To <laughs> no, to Poppy briefly on the way home. Really? Yeah, because Altoon Tune was there. It was an absurd night. <laughs> Not an Altoon Tune is missed in Rustin's life. <laughs> Not a single one. You want to see Rustin? Just go Altoon Tune. I'll tell you that. For I guess sure. so. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, and then Sunday watched football and played Call of Duty Mobile with Cat at the same time. It was yeah. pretty epic. This I could tell this guy was just big chilling on Sunday. Yeah, big chilling. Big chilling on yeah. the couch for like seven hours. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, COD Mobile's fun, surprisingly, actually. Mm-hmm. It's a very well and thoroughly made game. Upon its release, it has both, it has not both, all three ranked casual play and a battle royale. Like, Apparently, it had the most downloaded, uh, it was the most downloaded mobile game on their launch day, like, ever. Like, really? Most installs for a mobile game ever Yeah. On, on launch day. And they have, let me see, they have, like, a screen that shows you, yeah, there are, They've already had played 250 million matches. Jesus. And they have all this stuff to like get you to come back. Like every day you unlock Daily something. objectives. They're like, if yeah. you guys all play this game a lot, we'll give you these items, like hit these milestones. So like they're doing it right. This thing's going to be massive. Yeah, it's insane because it has all the, the functionalities of a good COD game, but also the added benefits of like daily rewards. And mm-hmm. to unlock new guns is EXP based, which is like, like the normal game, but it's just you grind a ton of games to unlock guns and it's just really fast and very easy yeah the only thing is that i feel like i'm playing bots most of the time Mm -hmm. until you actually get to ranked then shit gets real yeah but it's crazy that they have so many things within one mobile game release and it's free i was playing in front of a friend they're like and he's not very aware of esports but he was just like is it like six bucks or something i'm like no it's 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 free because it's 2019 all games are free especially if it's mobile yeah and it's just in-app purchases and just the same shit you usually would see i think cod mobile is like the first wave to like making mobile esports more mainstream in the u.s because it's massive in china and japan Mm, yeah yeah uh, and south korea but uh what about your weekend yeah so exactly uh what i did on friday was with you Mm -hmm. and then like i said saturday night was horror nights universal hollywood horror nights is what it's called yeah which is at universal studios they basically take over and they make this little um halloween thing that goes to like 2 a.m so it's cool to be there late night it gives me like high school vibes because when i had my high school grad we went to disneyland late at night yeah so like i was here and i was just like i felt like i was back in high school just cool cool. and i was with my high school friends too so it it was fun but the only thing is i don't get scared anymore which kind of sucks damn i was almost wishing that because when i went to a similar concept in my hometown in Fremont, there's something called Great America, yeah, which is like a smaller, shittier type of amusement park. But they did like a horror nights too, and I was genuinely scared when I was in high school. Wow, like I would go through the mazes, flinching, like closing my eyes and shit like that. Because you're massive now. No, it's not just that. It's not just that. It's like I'm okay with just walking straight through jump scares. I was unfazed. Um, Maybe I, you have a death wish. I had a, I had a couple drinks, so that that the definitely <laughs> swayed your yeah, factors. I, I think so. I, think I saw so. a girl post a story from your guys pregame tagging Kim and then saying like, "Oh yeah, I'll Venmo anyone ten dollars. I can tell, tell the difference." difference. Yeah. And I was like, "What the hell? What's her Venmo thing? I'm gonna get that money right now." <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy, but yeah, it's just a, I think when you go with a big group too, then it's yeah. just like yeah, it's fun. Yeah, that that was pretty much it. Good Sunday was chill too, and then we played COD Mobile. That's yep. pretty much it. All right. Now we're here recording the podcast. Now, into the topics. Yep. All right. We talked about a movie. What is that movie? It's called Free Guy. It's with Ryan Reynolds. And basically, yes. the plot of it is Ryan Reynolds plays an NPC in a video game. And the video game, 
he realizes that he's an NPC in a video game and then that the game is shutting down its servers like the next day or whatever. That's and so, so he has to like figure his shit out and get out of there. And the reason that we're bringing it up is one, it's a video game movie, but two, Ninja, Jacksepticeye, Pokemon, and some other uh, celebrity gaming talent are making appearances in the movie, playing cameos. They're making themselves. cameos. Like, do you think that it'll actually be them acting in some way, or do you think it's just going to be a clip of their stream where it's just like showing the Twitch world and they're going to be like the face of it or something? It's possible. It like cameo is such a vague term because it could also mean like you know maybe they're streaming themselves playing the last day of this game or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't think they're gonna have extended roles in the movie yeah. and like do something legit, or else it's, they'd be it's, like actors. Yeah. It's crazy how Ryan Reynolds is starting to become the face of like gaming movies. Yeah, like, Detective the, Pikachu. Yeah, Detective Pikachu. He was there, and now this movie. I mean, he's cool. He, yeah, he's a perfect character. Honestly, you can't go wrong, especially because he's such a unhated actor. I think, yeah. in, in my sense, he's every, likable. Everyone loves him. Yeah, likable guy, really funny. Um, just any script you throw at him, he'll be able to make it somewhat like personable you know yes. it's not gonna seem robotic that's his thing he's personable yeah. and it's partially because of how he handles his social media oh, really? oh yeah yeah I, whenever i see interviews with him he's fucking amazing yeah he's such a cool guy yeah that's so, why yeah 100 percent. so if the plot isn't good at least the acting slash whatever would be good and i think that's kind of how i viewed detective pikachu too yeah it's just like a it was likable to make something like detective pikachu i don't want to go too Enjoyable. off topic yeah you know it could be hated on especially because it's pokemon everyone's still critical of any sort of spinoff that people still somewhat liked it is is super risky yeah so uh, with this completely new is it based off a book or something no Free guy no no it's a script oh that's that's cool yeah i think there could be a lot of potential just hearing the topic of an npc realizing he's in a game could be somewhat like of a mindfuck type movie where they might try to do some sort of crossover trying to make you think like you're an NPC oh, in the real shit. world like inception type inception stuff, type stuff. Yeah, i love yeah. movies like that where you leave the movie thinking like like sausage party you know like you, do you know sausage party the movie yeah. when, when i go to the grocery store now and i look at some foods i'm like bro this is tripping me out <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know what sausage party is watch that movie it's one of my favorite movies unless you're under the age of 18 don't watch that movie or maybe do just watch it with your parents have you seen joker no i haven't no I, I don't like it it was terrible in my opinion it was very boring i don't mean to ruin this for people but i have a very different take on joker my opinion is it's boring long and then when it gets exciting it's completely predictable is he painted in the same light like what is the his purpose joker of the movie? is different from heath ledger's joker okay so heath ledger's joker did shit it's, it feels like joaquin phoenix's joker shit happens to him okay like he's vulnerable like which uh, is i don't know but is that why he turns into a monster or, yeah okay. basically um because it's more of a prequel right is it what it, is that yeah, what it is i mean i guess um i don't want to like say anything to ruin the movie yeah but yeah i may have just completely swayed your opinions i don't know because everyone else really liked it but also like i don't know wasn't that like thought-provoking or compelling to me um so yeah that was my take on joker but we should keep going with the topics yeah so fortnite's getting sued again i love this topic well this is so cool because you got to read or like one of the first sentences in this complex article so so yeah it's a complex article the headline is new lawsuit claims fortnite is as addictive <laughs> as cocaine <laughs> i thought this was a straight article from the onion or like a satirical like site this this is crazy well the guy who wrote this article has the weirdest name what is it the author is fenner tig f-n-r-t-i-g-g wait his first name is f-n-r yeah I don't, that's fucking legit dude this is kind of weird he writes a whole bunch of 
articles okay that's weird anyway fnr <laughs> he uh yeah he uh, our guy fnr uh wrote this article essentially saying that there's a group of canadian parents filing a class action lawsuit against epic games because it's as dick as addictive as for, as cocaine so essentially what they're trying to say is that fortnite causes the brain to release dopamines at the same rate as cocaine like it's a similar rate and that leads to chemical addiction so the parents believe that Epic Games purposely created Fortnite to be as addictive as possible. <laughs> Epic Games, when they created Fortnite for years and years, hired psychologists. They really dug into the human brain and they really made the effort to make it as addictive as possible. Okay, yeah, that's possibly true. They probably did hire psychologists to learn how to make a video game fun. I don't know if the purpose of it was to just make it addicting. I mean, some people like at Facebook, they specifically have customer experience teams trying to make product addicting. That's all apps in 2019. Yeah. yeah. They knowingly put on the market a very addictive, very, very addictive game. And so what they're trying to say, they're trying to make, make this clash action lawsuit so that anyone who feels like their kid is addicted to Fortnite can come through. And their argument is that the company should have done more to make consumers aware of the side effects. So that that's interesting because like when you play the Wii, you know, every two hours they send you a message saying like, hey, you should get up and walk around and go outside for the day or something. It's possible that Nintendo's attorneys told them that they should implement something like that. Um, because I remember in early versions of the Wii, they didn't have that message. So I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's a case for this, but my take on it is like, yeah, they try to make the game addicting, but I don't think it's with this intention, but that also opens up a weak point. Yeah, I think it's, it it's not like ridiculous in terms of what they're trying to claim but it's going to be very difficult to pull off for them because there's so many if you're going to sue fortnite then you're going to have to sue everyone else who tries to make anything addictive plus it's very much based and subjective to the user as well mm -hmm. right of course you should warn everyone if there's like direct harm like if you're smoking cigarettes there's direct harm to anyone who uses it yeah but say you're the casual fortnite player or someone who just plays once and the game is created for you to enjoy as well too, right? So it's not like you're direct, they're directly targeting each and every single person with a direct negative effect where it's like, okay, we gotta make a warning because it's affecting a lot of people. But I mean, if anything, those parents should just watch themselves and just take their kids off their computers. Like yeah. you could very much do it on your own instead of having to go through the system, legal changes and make fair warnings. That makes no sense. Like just turn off your kid's computer. Yeah, but if you can make money then, uh yeah then that's just let's sue yeah. that's american culture dude. Yeah. um yeah that's pretty much it on the lawsuit front uh for fortnite at least we gotta still go into echo fox but the next topic that we want to discuss is viewership on twitch yeah who would you say if i hadn't told you this who would you say have the most hours watched or probably the most what category of twitch has the most viewers i would say league of legends or overwatch yeah yeah, yeah. not fortnite um i mean i'd say either league or fort hey what's the date range oh yeah, yeah yeah good question this is basically for the year oh for the like year then yeah then yeah fortnite because i'm on twitch daily and i can see the categories of like what's up there mm -hmm. and it's usually fortnite yeah. got it so um i would say the same thing and we are both wrong uh apparently the just chatting category has been leading all the categories on twitch for the entire year and it actually makes sense because every time I've gone on Twitch, it's up there. Yeah, it's I, up there. I have two reasons. Why? One, titty streamers. Okay. 
they live on just chatting true two there's no downtime on that whereas fortnite there is like very much downtimes at night if you look at it's usually like not even top three in terms of viewership because most streamers big streamers are from america and they're just sleeping <laughs> Like there's only a couple mm. European streamers that are pretty big that I see online mm. at night. But just chatting is Whereas global. just chatting is global and if anything, it's probably bigger internationally. Like there's so many different Korean streamers that I see and so many different Asian streamers that I have no idea, but they they rack in thousands of viewers yeah. on a daily just sitting there, some titty streamers, some just eating, some just chilling. Yeah. It, so it's it's insane. Plus just chatting is a thing that people switch over often. So like what Pokemon does and other streamers do before they actually stream Fortnite is they start off by doing just chatting. Really? Yeah, like before they even load up Fortnite, they're like, all right, I'm just gonna turn on my stream for 30 minutes, talk to chat, update them on how my weekend was, how TwitchCon was, sometimes up to like an hour or so. And then they're like, okay, now I'm gonna play Fortnite, I'm gonna switch the category over to Fortnite. Interesting. So it's like, a, might, yeah, it's like whenever they're not that. playing the game, they start off as just chatting first, yeah. Yeah, just like get content, yeah. like YouTube videos and watch it with people. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, so it's like live all the time. That's my main point. Yeah. The titty streamer thing is just an extra. And thing. there's so much more depth to it. Like you can be, uh, be a TV show that every time exactly. they go live, it's an episode, right? You can be walking around the city. Podcast. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. so much. It's almost like the other. It's like the the category that is everything else that you could possibly live stream that isn't video games, yeah. which would make sense for why it has such high viewership. But yeah, I think that that that's just really the biggest takeaway from that is that what's the numbers you the have numbers? It up there right uh yeah let me pull that up so for just chatting 1.11 1. 1.11 billion uh hours watched from october 1st 2018 to december 30th 2019 for just chatting damn second place was fortnite with 905 million hours league of legends with 895 95 million hours so like we were pretty spot on yeah i mean f- i didn't know overwatch is all the way down there like yeah. seventh place only 227 million mm-hmm. the, the third place was like or fourth place was dota yeah fifth place was gta sixth place was counter-strike seventh place was world of warcraft dude i feel like you know what's really interesting here world of warcraft is up on that list but this is for the year and grand theft auto only recently had a resurgence of streamers because of like that whole um role playing type thing same as wow though too with classic that's what i'm saying yeah, so yeah. like the most recent like these guys are getting a lot of traction it's only in the past couple months yeah. so that could be another sign of just twitch continuously growing yeah seeing data like this always reminds me that i don't i don't know shit when it comes to like international occurrences you know like just chatting is so big elsewhere and i just get kind of blinded to that because i'm just stuck in my bubble with fortnite and the content i do watch so it's always a good reminder to see different trends and understand where the numbers are being pulled so you can make your own um, inferences in terms of what's to come next. Like, I'm wondering if there's a just chatting category other than people walking around on the streets or other than people sitting at home doing a podcast. Like, what else can you be explored, can be explored in just chatting? There's a lot of things. Um, and that's why I think that that's like, always going like to be. We had, a, we had an idea hours. for a just chatting one. What was yours? It was a game show. No, no. You wanted to, because to, he does his daily or his weekly runs. And oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking, like, when I do my runs, to just live stream myself running, like, turn the camera on me, like, have one of those backpacks. I'm yeah. still going to, I think I'm going to do it eventually when we get one of those backpacks. Dude, there's this one, I think he's a just chatting streamer. He's called, like, the Sushi Dragon or something like that. Mm-hmm. This guy has the most wild effects on demand. He, like, I only stopped by once, and I think I saw it from someone else's stream. Um, but he's 
probably the most technically advanced stream where he has like a green screen he has like 15 different monitors and on his arm like iron man has like a ton of different commands. oh i think i've seen one uh, of the clips right, from it yeah he just like cues up a meme and then he just memes himself like right on the spot wow i think it's called the sushi dragon the something sushi dragon i think so we'll have to check it out but got it if i'm wrong i'll put it in the description the right name one more takeaway here there was actually one month out of the year that they didn't lead really when when do you think it was and why just chinese didn't lead um wow classic interesting so yeah it was game related it was in february when apex legends came out apex yeah Ooh, coming out of nowhere had multiple weeks with 30 million hours watched oh that's because they paid hell of streamers though right yeah but then you go like yeah that's powerful yeah that you can sway that with money yeah interesting that is crazy actually. yeah all right next topic is uh again on lawsuit side uh echo fox so echo fox is an esports team um we covered them probably like 10 podcasts ago or something like that where essentially it's rick fox's esports team uh he got kicked out of echo fox um a lot of people were wondering how do you get kicked out of your own team that's named after you and apparently he well not apparently he leaked emails and documents of like the one of the partners or people on the board essentially saying a bunch of racist shit about him and being racist to other like african-american people within the organization and so that caused a whole turmoil within echo fox and then riot games echo fox like they have teams in esports like different games but really the only thing they're really known for is their league of legends team they're one of the few people that have a league of legends team because riot games sells franchise slots for 30 or 40 million dollars pretty valuable and echo fox has one but because of all this turmoil and like slandering in the press riot was like all right you guys got to sell your slot we don't want you involved anymore wow yeah and so now they sold their slot to the behest of rick fox um to evil geniuses which we talked about in the last podcast yeah that's where they got the slot Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and so now um the guy basically rick fox released those emails um and then one of the people that's involved in the email or the guy that the emails was about i'm not really sure sued him for like not paying him for a two and a half million dollars so that guy sued rick rick Rick. okay now rick is counter suing all these guys (laughs) oh my god and that's that's the point of the discussion here they're basically saying that like there was wrongful termination um and that like basically his business partners misused some of the funds for example one of them uh raised venture capital funds to reward themselves by uh they raised money and then rewarded themselves for raising money by giving them both a massive salary and covering the lease of their houses and then also they made it possible to like do some shady shareholder voting rules um which caused rick to get terminated in the first place so yeah that's essentially what this lawsuit is covering and uh it's probably just going to be a settlement because they're suing each other both and yeah, yeah. all this shit is going on. So we'll see what happens. That's crazy. Just using all the funds for salary and living. It happens pretty often. People like, are snakes, dude. Silicon like Valley, though, honestly. Yeah. It's like an, not a rare occurrence, but to see it happening in the esports world when you raise money, especially given how people are viewing esports teams as inflated and their valuation mm-hmm. is way crazy mm-hmm. that this is what it's used for. That's not a good look for us. It's an L for the entire industry. It's not good. Facts. But also seeing that like Evil Genius purchased the league spot instead of purchasing the COD spot is like obvious, obviously, because it's it's League of Legends. But I mean, just another 
thing in comparison or in or in relation to the hundred thieves not buying a cod spot you know it's still very very risky in that stage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep yeah that's that's pretty much uh it for us do you have any content recommendations mm-hmm. mine would be rufus to soul uh it would be the new gasofskine album and uh i have never seen the social network and i'm halfway through the movie really good yeah yeah it is good yeah. it's really good i don't really have that many content recommendations i think that streamer i told you about sushi dragon i think is mm-hmm. his name and yeah just check that out check watch some more just chatting content to see what we're really talking about i'm sure you guys have seen it before but really dive into that shit it's fucking crazy there's like people like titty streamers playing dance games there's asmr like live asmr there's mukbangs it's a world of things that is very it's a lot of proof now that it gets a lot of numbers but check it out for yourself oh yeah also shout out to my aunt uh yas who listens to this podcast shout out shout um out. my sister sent me the article at ponty about the fortnite being as addictive as cocaine and my cousin barazine is gonna upgrade our podcast setup and he started listening as well dude so love you guys yeah russ's family comes in clutch man yeah the biggest contribution to this podcast <laughs> i'm just kidding but yeah if you send us articles and stuff like that too dm it to us we'll shout you out for the contribution again this is a two-way conversation we want to hear about what you guys want us to talk about just as much as we talk about whatever the fuck we want yeah leave <laughs> us five stars subscribe to the pod follow us on instagram and oh the travis scott jordan sixes are dropping on october 11th stay tuned for that shit it's cool. gonna be a hot drop that's it all right peace. happy birthday rusted thank you everyone wish him happy birthday Woo. all right peace